Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday. Despite everything going on with this self-quarantine and social distancing, uh, we're trying to make it a little bit better for you and entertaining for you tonight. We welcome Tusa Lyman. She is a director and writer of the new film Mom, Mothers of Monsters. It's a horror movie, but it's great. It's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. But she'll be on the show to talk about uh, the movie and how the coronavirus has impacted Hollywood because you know she's done a lot of production on a lot of sh- different big time shows on networks. So, so we talk about that, and then at Hot Topics we're breaking down everything everyone's talking about this coronavirus. You know, t- today was the deadliest day in the United States as it relates to the virus, as well as people scamming people now. <laughs> you know, with the stimulus check that's supposed to be coming, a lot of interesting things to talk about. We have to talk about Tiger King. The Netflix uh, docu series that I mean everyone's talking about. It. We're going to talk about all that in hot topics. I want to remind you all over social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course our official website, thestephenightshow.com. You can also check us out on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Just go to our website, thestephenightshow.com. When we come back, the question of the day and hot topics. Right back after this. Now, Benny, I want you to try. When you tie your lap, 
when you wear your skin tight, when you rocking your tuma. Bang it, I want my ready. Chamu, I won't take you. Anything you want, I give it to you. Take my knee, my money, my car, my clothes, my everything, my everything. Oh, suffer, suffer, eh? never suffer, eh? Suffer, I'm gonna lie on the waiting, but I'm in the setting. Destiny got it chasing, but the jupa she jacking. Well, play you now, see fun, get capping. Like I said before, hungry line blocking. You leave it, another scam, and we'll bop it. Grab it, squeeze it, we'll drop it. That it time, you will be trying how to catch it. You know you're missing a casa bang for bete. Fix it, oh, fire, trying how to catch it. Then you won't speak serious now till they get Pretty girl, let me take you out of dinner. I got a cheddar, forgive me, I was a sinner. Gonna be better from January down to December. Take trips, go to spots, even in the winter. So sexy, gorgeous, and beautiful. Everything. That we do is so memorable. I'm feeling you from your head down to your toes. Don't have to speak on it, I'm gonna show. Anytime she walking, the boy them be watching. Anytime she walking, the boy them be jacking. Baby got you temptation. Anytime you turn girl, you confusion. Baby got you temptation. Anytime you turn girl, you confusion. Baby got you blow my mind away. Anytime you turn. Stop loving 
Kimball, and welcome to the Steve Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Miss Parker, how you feeling? Happy Monday. I'm feeling good. How are you? I can't complain, can't complain. How is your uh, social distancing quarantine going? It's going good. It's going good today. Uh, I think I'm more having more issue with uh, pollen season. Yeah. Else. I went for a run this morning thinking that I would avoid. My car is blue. Mm-hmm. Blue, but it's covered. It looks green. Yeah, mine's green too. <laughs> um, so I thought I, I I'll leave early this morning and go for a run to avoid the pollen. And I got that running, and my glasses were full of pollen. Mm. I, I couldn't stop sneezing. I've had this sinus headache since. Sinus headache since, and um, it's just bad. So yeah. I was to go out today. I went out at two to pick up some equipment, some workout equipment from our gym. Uh, they're loaning them out, and then after that, I was supposed to go to the store, and I was just like, I can't go back out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Nothing else. The problem would definitely keep you in the house um, in Atlanta, anyways. It's, it's been it's been pretty bad, but other than that, I'm doing well, um, staying busy and, and doing the things that uh that bring me peace. So yeah. Uh, good. I'm doing yeah, that's good. good. That's
I'm feeling all right. I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I haven't really been in quarantine because I'm essential personnel. Right. But I did take I did take some days. So um, I was off today, and I'm oh, going to be off on Friday. So yeah, that's good. That's good. Taking it w- one week at a time. That's good. Really good. And now you're how you feeling? I'm good. I've been taking it taking it in stride as well. Yeah. You know, uh, trying to make the best use of it. The yeah. use of the time. Yeah. That's all you can do. Actually, I uh, went to a um, virtual birthday party on Saturday night. Now, years mom turned 70. Nah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. We did it on Zoom. How many people was, were on there? That's uh, so night? awesome. That's yeah. so awesome. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that really, that, that is awesome. Happy birthday to your mom. <laughs> her heart. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Parker. Yeah, her heart was just overwhelmed. Was she surprised? I think. She was surprised, yeah. man. She was totally surprised. She was happy to see you. It was, I think it was a forty-two people total. But oh wow, many of those many of those people had people in their homes. Yeah, them, so it was more than forty-two people. Yeah, that's true. That's it was true. good, man. It was it that's was nice. awesome. It was awesome. That yeah, was, was so nice. Thank and you very creative. Almost yeah. definitely. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. All right. Well, my weekend was pretty cool. I didn't really do much. Um, yeah, much at all. I just, other than the party um, on Saturday night, I really just kind of talked on the phone, watched TV, that kind of stuff. But, but you know, again, making the most out of it all. You know, we're seeing so many yeah, people. I think most people are trying to find creative ways to still socialize. So yeah. I think yeah. it's awesome that you're putting the birthday together for his mother. Mm-hmm. We, did, uh, um, we have Teams, which is Microsoft's version of I Am instant messenger so we did a virtual um at my company it's a pretty large company yeah um over a few million people worldwide and uh one of the largest technology companies and i um and we usually do fun thursdays which at the, the headquarters in atlanta um they have the six floors we actually have restaurants and bars on site right and um oh, wow. usually when we're in the office on thursdays we do something called fun thursdays which is um, they provide wine and beer for about three hours. It's a happy hour for employees. Wow. So hundreds of employees come out every Thursday. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And we we want to do stuff. So now that we can't do it, we're doing small. Our our group actually came up with the idea of doing small groups of fun Thursday. So we do the I am on um, uh, at four thirty on Thursday from four thirty to five thirty. Uh, we use Teams. You can do video. So when I first got on. They were like, we can't see you. I was like, what? You, you guys actually have a video? They were like, yeah. I <laughs> so mean, I had to go upstairs really quick. Make sure I didn't have any makeup on or anything. But I was like, okay, forget it. Because I saw people logging on. The girls look all pretty there. They had guys dressed up. I was like, oh, no. And, um, I didn't have on anything, but I just went on. I went on about 10 minutes later after I opened my bottle of wine. I went on live. And it was pretty cool because it, it does a, like a graph. And it shows you, like, all, you know, all, all the 12 people in our group, all 12 people in the graph, and then one by one it brings you up um, throughout the whole thing. So you're, like, front and center every few seconds. Um, and then we got to meet our new director, Lil Bull. Oh, nice. Girl. She yeah. Was crazy. She was in the video. Damn, he had to move away because she started taking her clothes off. And it was, it was actually felt like, you know, like we were back together again. So yeah. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. But I, I saw a lot That's of that cool. going on using Zoom. Yeah, a lot of people be doing that. Most definitely. That'd be great. That would definitely be great. That'd definitely be great. Yeah. 
Well, today is National Doctors' Day, so shout out to all the doctors and first responders who are caring for everyone that's that's sick and dealing with all this. So, shout out to you all. Yes. Our yes. Qu- question of the day is: How often are you watching the news these days, Miss Parker? I know the answer, but go ahead and tell me. <laughs> yes. So I, I have not watched the news since I left California. I watched the news once when I was out there. Um, my dad came home from the hospital, and of course, the first thing he does is turn TV on. And I remember that day after, like, while he was you know, going through the 24 hours news cycle, I tried to take a nap later on that, that afternoon. Uh-huh. And I was having these horrible nightmares. I couldn't sleep. I know for a fact that constant bad news affects my spirit. Like, I know that for a fact because I've been so disconnected from it. Yeah. That it has a big effect on my on my spirit. So I know that I can't not. I'm, I'm not. It's not that I don't want to be informed. I have other ways of looking up information. But constant bad news and, and the way the news is reported affects me. So I can't, for my own health, not just my own mental and emotional health, but also your physical health. Anxiety weakens your physical health your immune system so mm-hmm. i choose not to not to watch the news but the funny thing is i have been at east side for about 10 days the guy i'm dating lives there so i was at his place since i got back from from california like a few days after i got back yeah and they're just going on about their lives you know there's no um, <laughs> the people in the neighborhood you know, yeah they didn't have any that east side of town didn't have any uh uh what is it shelter in place at until Saturday night at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. So, but I came home on Friday, and when I got home, I was on the phone with you, Stephen. I when I turned off the freeway, it were cops everywhere. I'm like, why are there so many cops yeah. all over the place? Uh-huh. And then I went to pick up my debit card, which I had left at Arden Garden, which is a health food store. And when I went there, I was afraid of going in because the place was surrounded by police. It was the only store open, and so I beat up. I at the guy in the window and I was like hey can I come in and he was like sure so I went in he, you know they had they had all of the tables put away and chairs and, and stools put away and he said no you can come in I said what's going on with all the police around and he said we have a shelter in place as of last Monday so they're making sure people are not you know out unnecessarily they might stop you randomly he was like they are making sure the stores are you know abiding by the laws and once they're open doesn't have any chairs there's no seating mm-hmm. all to go yeah and they're also making sure that places that are not supposed to be open are not open and i was like oh wow like it's a real lockdown over here Cause, you know on the east side i've been living my best life right, right. um i was i was surprised to see that because i had not been keeping it the C- the cdc doesn't list cities and things like that so um, I've been going on their website to get the latest information. Of course, the Facebook people keep posting the latest information, so I'm able to see that. But um, I just didn't know. But on, on 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 Friday, I think most of the majority of Atlanta, or the the surrounding areas of Atlanta, including the East Side, 9 p.m. on Saturday, went into shelter in place. So I think pretty much the whole state is is now. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Chike, how are you keeping up with the news? Or how often are you watching news? I'm sorry. Uh, I watch it every morning before I leave the house. I need mm-hmm. to know what I'm about to walk out into. Yeah. So I try to I try to filter out, you know, what the orange dude is saying versus, you know, what the people that know what they're talking about are saying, like, i.e. scientists, right. uh, yeah. doctors, you know, yeah. first responders, you know, first-hand count experiences, that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense, especially because you're out there. You know, you're out there yeah. uh, in, in the hospital. What about you, uh, Nair? I'm, I'm right there with Michelle. Uh, I do not watch the news. I haven't for years. Um, I agree 
wholeheartedly with what she was, sh- what she was sharing. Um, my mom does. She's, you know, one of those people who just got to have the news. Um, and I've gotten along all right. Uh, maybe that's not for someone like GK. I understand he's, you know, he's directly involved in some, some things that could affect him going to work and yeah. his way to work and hire, you know, many other things. A lot of things affect us too, affect me, uh, but I uh, seem to be able to be able to pull the information from other people. There are enough people around me who watch the news, who, uh, you know, are on social media in my feed and so forth. So I'm kind of able to get away without watching the news directly myself. I just can't take it. Um, it, it, I'm an empath to a, to an extent, so everything on the news that I see that's a problem is probably something that's going to weigh on me uh, yeah. too heavily. So I, get that. I, I stay away from it. I stay away from it, but I do seem to get pieces of information that are uh, usually timely enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in my circle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I watch the news. I, I could watch news all day long, but um, what I try not to wow, do. Wow. Really? Yeah. Like what I try to do, I give my give myself t- days off like for example friday i was off and so i just watched netflix i've been been to watch that crazy show what's the show michelle miss <laughs> parker the Texas tiger king i'll binge watch wow, that we all talk about that. we're gonna talk about that that's, that's one of our topics but um i binge watched that all day friday um and, th- and then on the weekend i don't watch the news at all um as a matter of fact yesterday one of my friends i uh, was sitting say are you watching this fool talking about uh, Trump, are you watching on? I said no. I said I gotta take a break on the weekends. But today, <laughs> I binge watched all day. <laughs> this is so I can know what's going on. I like to know what's going on. So, um, yeah. Well, tweet us at home. Let us know how how are you watching the news these days. And again, you have to do what works best for you. You know, what I mean, what works best for you, your mental health and your physical health and all that. That everyone discussed. Right. All right. Well, coronavirus. Some of the uh, the latest. Um, Trump did extend social distancing from he wanted to uh, end it on Easter, but now it's till April 30th. But people are thinking it'd be a lot longer. I believe Virginia, the state of Virginia, um, they've they've extended theirs till the end of June. So um, they, what Trump was saying, I was watching the press conference. He was saying that he, they are allowing the governors to see what works best for them. So, um, so he was asked about Virginia going to the, the extreme. Um, most deaths in one day happened today. 519 people passed away today as a result of uh, coronavirus. At the time of me putting together the hot topics, it was 486, but now it's 519 here in the U.S. And um, the number total in the U.S. is hitting 3,000 total. Um, now, that doctor, um, the head of the infectious disease, He's expecting around 100,000 deaths in the U.S. within the next few months. And so that's why it's so important that people are practicing social distancing because what happens is the virus lasts two weeks. And so if people are at home, they can see where where it's active and they're able to combat it that way. But people are still going out, doing their thing. Someone posted a... um, uh, picture of pe- pe- people here in Atlanta. I mean, just chilling, relaxing out in the streets, you know, doing whatever. So it's important that people stay home and follow the regulations because this is really impacting a lot of people. And I was watching some of the footage, um, and it's definitely not a, um, a pleasant thing. Um, and with the, what a doctor was saying in New, New York, she was saying that she's seeing, she works at two different hospitals, and she's seeing people as young as 30s. You know, she's saying it's not really an age thing. Um, obviously, the recovery 
is better um, if you're younger and you don't have other uh, ailments going on. But it's 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 she's saying it across the, the spectrum of ages. So everyone, please be careful when it comes to that. What are your thoughts on? Let me just add a few things. Go ahead. Let me add a few things to your mind. Yeah. So, um, I have seen videos of people going to kickbacks and mm-hmm. partying or whatever. Yeah. Even if you are doing that, you know, the, the recommended number was ten or less. Um, but people are out there having, I mean, 50, 60 oh, yeah. at home. Yep. Um, house parties. A party that was broken up in L.A. Mm-hmm. A house party that was broken up in L.A. looked like 100 people came out of there. Like, yep. testing out the police. Um, this is going, I read an article that this is going to impact our community the most because our family, the black community, are, is, you know, because the the economic differences and um in, in 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 our country between blacks and whites, black people are more likely to go to work. To work those jobs that are considered essential. And so they're going back home to their families after dealing with the public after dealing with us. And what we don't need is a hundred people in somebody's house who may have it and mm-hmm. many people have it. Yep. Um so we have to keep in mind that, you know, of course we are having fun and making jokes that it is a serious thing. Very serious. And that because of the positions that we're the positions that we're in in America where we're put we're more at risk than anyone actually, if you think about it. And then also the same lady that you're talking about, I think I may have saw a clip of that, but she was also on sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's making a rounds. She's an, Indian, an Indian doctor? No, she's black. She was black. Oh, okay. Okay. There, there are two Indian doctors in New York City that are in the emergency room early mm-hmm. here that most of the deaths are happening, and they were on 60 Minutes. Okay. The reason I watched the 60 Minutes um, episode is because it was more providing information than yeah. a scare tactic. There were, there were people speaking to us with information, two doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what they said. Age, does age have to do more of recovery, not how you Right. Exactly. Exactly. But other than that... Recovering from it, the two things are males are sixty percent less likely to recover if mm. they're already sick, mm-hmm. and also overweight people. Mm-hmm. So I know you guys are making fun of sitting at home gaining weight. That's not funny Mm-mm. because the more you are out of shape and overweight, the less likely your immune system is going to bounce back from something this serious. And then I went on to read that the reason and the, the statistics that she was given was more so on her, not only in New York City, but on her uh, a worldwide uh, level as far as male having the most uh, likelihood is because male are less likely to have a yearly checkup, so their health is a little bit behind in women. And then also in a lot of country, males are most of the smokers. The people who smoke have a harder time of recovering. Yeah, so, yeah. Those statistics match. It's, you have to put context with content, right? So you have all these numbers, but then you have to make the numbers make sense. Um, so just want to put that out there that, you know, your health, the way you're taking care of yourself during this period does matter. I agree. Most definitely. Most definitely. Chica, what are your thoughts? What are you seeing at the hospital? Uh, well, I just got a call over the weekend from um, my boss and it it was a pretty grave conversation because she wanted to know uh, what was my proximity to one of my coworkers Mm -hmm. during the time that they were at work. Eventually that coworker got sent home um, for being ill, found out later after the test came back that that coworker was COVID positive. Wow. 
and she wanted to know what was my proximity. And we have a break room that we go into, and, and we're in there, but we're not, you know, on top of one another. We're all spaced out. Right. Her main thing was she, she wanted to know if, you know, when we got into our space, if we removed our masks. We got more lackadaisical when we were in the room, and I told her no, that we're all still, you know, uh, geared up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Just being around each other, we still have to stay geared up because it's not just about you. It's not just about your protection. We're there for the patients. Exactly. So if we're protected, we can protect the patients. Yeah. Um, and I find that going on like now, like I said last week, when I go to work now, I have to get checked before I even come into the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're checking for fever just yeah. to see if it's the start of something. And if you have a fever, they pull you out of line and tell you to go home, and you're home for two weeks yeah just to see if you start developing symptoms mm. and um this particular co-worker began to get sick at work they send him home but they did the test because he had symptoms and found out that he was covid positive wow so he's home wow. so now i think half of our team she sent home just because as a precaution right not yeah. necessarily that they're sick but just as a precaution exactly exactly wow wow what are you so, yeah, we're, oh, we're, yeah. We're, our, our, I'm sorry. Our um, employee work, we're, we're dwindling down. Our numbers are dwindling down. Mm. And we haven't, Philadelphia hasn't seen the, the wave yet. You know, we're gearing up for it, but what we're finding is we're starting to get some of the equipment in, yeah. but we're starting to lose some of our people. So it's going to be either or. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw Cuomo was asking uh, for people that are working in areas that aren't heavily hit if they would come volunteer and work uh, in New York, because New York, they're so they have more people than they can um, handle, and you know you, you saw a lot of people coming out of retirement uh, to come back and help. One woman, she was she was a, a retired, um, I believe she was a nurse, and she went on to become a professor, but she came back to help. She said it was just felt it was her calling to do, to do that. So there, people are stepping up. People are stepping up. Um, Naya, what are what are your thoughts around all this? You know, you know, I think people should just stay home. I don't understand mm-hmm. what's so difficult. I, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal, you know, as far as, I mean, staying home. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of guys are having an issue with it because uh, they think that it's nothing more than the common cold or something mm-hmm. like the flu. They're thinking it's something that everyone can bounce back from. And that is the case. A lot of people are recovering. Many people are. Yeah. But uh, you don't know if you're going to be one of those people you don't know. specifically that will recover, especially men, because, uh, you know, like Ms. Parker was saying, like Chike knows, like you know, a lot of men don't go regularly for checkups. Mm-hmm. Um, so some men are out here not even knowing that they have a serious underlying issue that, yeah, they may they may under normal circumstances get this this virus and be okay but with this underlying thing it could be terminal for them uh, or it could be the fight of their life right yeah um, yeah so so stay home i don't i don't you know it's not now everybody want to go to church you know everybody's going to, physically going to church but before this you know not a lot of people was talking about going to church right of this nature going to these physical spaces stay home do some work spend exactly time with your family or Spend time alone with you. You know, build mm-hmm. yourself up and yeah. build into some things that are going to help you. I just don't see the big deal, uh, but I wish that people would just just stay home. Stay home. Stay home. You saw that pastor got arrested for um, holding holding church um, over the weekend on Sunday. He got arrested. Right. Mm, yeah. Right. 
right. All right. Well, you know, and, and I get oh, it. I'm sorry. I, I get it. People that no, yeah, I'm sorry. That's me, but I'm getting people are antsy. But you know, come on. Man. Yeah, yeah. You really had to stay home. I, one of my friends was trying to come over over the weekend, and I started to let him. But then I saw on Instagram he is everywhere. I said, "Oh no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you stay there. <laughs> you stay there." <laughs> Um, all right, so we all know that um, people are anticipating receiving upcoming stimulus check to uh, financially support those who are out of work or work in reduced hours. But a recent incident suggested that you beware. Now, a man in Florida was warning Americans to be on high alert um, to be you know, fall victim of the stimulus check scam. So according to Fox Atlanta, Thomas Andrews from Florida says he received a fake coronavirus uh, coronavirus che- uh, re- excuse me, relief check in the mail and is warning other Americans to be aware because you could be next. Now, since the stimulus checks won't be mailed out for weeks, Andrew was immediately suspicious when he received his. He said that the outside envelope containing the fake check read, time-sensitive, fast-tracked, open immediately, followed by important COVID-19 economic stimulus document enclosed. Andrew said that uh, what added to his suspicion, there was no company name listed on the fraudulent check or a number. So what it turned out was this was a car dealership that sent him the check, and they want you to go try to cash it at that place so you can show up at the car car dealership and they try to sell you a car. And so that was kind of shady, but um, the check, uh huh, the check papers, right? Yeah, well. And, and the thing also about this check, um, if you file your taxes and you, um, if you've uh, done direct deposit, the IRS already has your uh, your banking information, and so you'll get your money if you qualify. You'll get it sooner. Um, there is a website that you can go on there and update your banking information as well. But if you get in a paper check, it could take months to get to you. Just keep that in mind. So, Ms. Mark, what are your thoughts on this on this car dealership? Together and mm-hmm. figure out their lives. It's just a horrible time. Um, yeah. To be trying to uh, scam people to buy a car. Right. Part of that may not be for end up having to be the loan anyway. Uh huh. Um, I just think that people need to be more mindful that we are a collective community and that, you know, that we all need to play our part in our roles and making sure each other's okay and scamming people is not okay. Most definitely. Most definitely. Chica? You know, I, I guess hope internally lives within me because you keep wanting this country to get it together. Mm-hmm. I keep having hope that we're going to finally see the, the light and, and do the right thing. And then you're just going to take this opportunity and try to scam off of it. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's the stuff that hell is made of. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Not you? That's my response. It's laughable. Right. It, it, it's just ridiculous. People out here trying to trying to figure it out, trying to stay healthy, and these, these fools want somebody to come and buy a car, you know, get some money off on the car. Exactly. It's just ridiculous. It is it's ridiculous. ridiculous. I mean, people... Yeah, but I don't even want to spend... Uh-huh. I said, people are li- literally losing their jobs. Um, Macy's has announced they're laying off a bunch of people. Um, I was literally texting with one of my friends when he got a call today that they're furloughing people on his team. He don't know who it is yet. 
And his boss was like, I don't even know if I'm going to have a job. So pe- this is real. People need to stop playing when it comes to <laughs> stuff like that. That's not, you know what I mean? Right. Right. What, where, where was this? What state was this? What, this was in Florida. In Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. of course, Florida. Well, <laughs> right. the, same, the same state right. that they're not quarantining. Right, exactly, exactly. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back with a few more hot topics right back after this. Drama now. I'm going strong on my bounce back. My setback got me on track. Now every day it's a new task. Face my fears covered up underneath the mask. I had to ease my mind from the crazy shit. Adjusted for the perfect fit. Scars from my past, split surrounded with the counterfeit. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can't you see? All I need, all I need is me. Let me catch the grips, control my attitude, let me lock my lips. And when they pop the clips, I push the anchor down, then I rock the ship. Yo, I been smoking steady, tripping, get the sip and told them, listen, they ain't ready for the petty. When I dodge it, I stay ready, fatal humble, keep it heavy, stay low key, call me shady, I ain't with it, I ain't with it, tell them critics, I ain't with it. It was kind of hard for me to see, dreaded pain turn to misery. Lack of love in the families, jealousy from my enemies. I had to keep it going, shoulder weight maxed out, keep it flowing. Uh, then I rise above it, bragging rights, longer nights, I put nothing for it. Chup, chup. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can you see? All I need, all I need is me. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can't you see? All I need, all I need is me. Yeah. All I need, all I need is. Uh. Yo. Uh. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Uh. Nah. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Yo. Uh. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nah. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. This recovery. Hey, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Step up in the club, they like who that? They like who that? I said they step up in the club, they like who that? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Step up in the club, they like who that? Money in the air, you know them boys blow stack. Bottles all night, tell them bring it to the back. Shorty on the dance floor, I'm trying to get behind that. Who that? Step up in the club, they like who that? Money in the air, you know them boys blow stack. Bottles all night, tell them bring them to the back. Up in VIP with my mama on my lap. Who that? Step up in the club, we party, no comparison. Niggas trying to ball forever. Marvin Harrison, them hoes getting fucked together. Probably sandwich them, you know I'm only about my cheddar. No interfering there. Bottle popping up in the air, money throwing in the sky. I'm trying to make a million bucks. That's our all time high. Why you always mad we getting paid? If we ain't from the struggle, my nigga, you can't relate. My focus on the money, most niggas get in the way. You in the way of my success, my nigga, then you stray. Okay, you wonder why I don't talk much. I stay to myself. In the VIP, sensing drunk around no one else. Step up in the club, they like who that? Money in the air, you know them boys blow stack. Bottles all night, tell them bring it to the back. Shorty on the dance floor, I'm trying to get behind that. Who that? Step up in the club, they like who that? Money in the air, you know them boys blow stack. Bottles all night, tell them bring them to the back. Up in VIP with my mama on my lap. Who that? You know I'm chasing De Niro, trying to make me a mill though. Shorty scheming, I have a demon, don't want no zero. Only chasing them cutthroats, she fucking with the stars. Trying to chase the ball without getting on the job. Me, I'm never worried. A hoe will never turn me on when money coming in. We battle like a free for all, you jeopardize that. More reasons to get involved, stay low, and always keep your circle small. You know they saying why he fly, shorty just trying to get by. I'm trying to get up in the rim bounce, you know how we ride. Up in the slide, you know the cheese slide. Can't be with you forever. I need the cheese, my Step up in the club, they like who that? Money in the air, you know them boys blow stack. Bottles all night, tell them bring it to the back. Shorty on the dance floor, I'm trying to get behind that. Who that? Step up in the club, they like who that? Money in the air, you know them boys blow stack. Bottles all night, tell them bring it to the back. Up in VIP with my mama on my lap. Who that? Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course our official website, StephenKnightShow.com. You can also check us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Just go to our website, StephenKnightShow.com. All right, so Drake finally uh, gave his fans a first look at his son, Adonis, in a new Instagram post where he penned an open, sweet open letter message. Early Monday, Jersey shared photos of Adonis for the first time as uh, he wrote an open message to express how much he misses his family. Drake said in the message, in part, what is most important to you right now is is to connect to your own, your own inner light. This will create the biggest opening of all. Trust that you will have the power within to make it happen in order to do that. Connect to people and things that bring you a lot of joy. When your mind starts to move into overthinking or fear, shift your attention right away. Or on something bright. Now, um, Drake first opened up about his song Adonis back in 2018 on his album Scorpion. Um, and, but since then, he's been more open about talking about his son in interviews. 
what do you thought? What are your thoughts on him showing pictures of his son for the first time in, in the open letter? What are your thoughts, Miss Parker? You know, I love Mr. Drake. Uh, <laughs> lessons in him and his family. I like the more so than the pictures. I love what he wrote. It resonated with me and it's very uh, important to keep that in mind during these times. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said that he pretty much had his mother and I can't unsee that. The baby looks just like his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot unsee that. Um, but, you know, lessons to him and his family and, and, you know, it's time for, I think it was, it's important that celebrities also shine light and, and love as we move forward because they have an impact on a lot of people, a lot of kids, a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the message was important. Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, Chica? Yeah, I, I agree with Ms. Parker. It, it's nice to see, you know, any type of positivity on social media because you see so much negative stuff. Yeah. And he has a following, and like I've always said, you know, when you have a platform, it's always best. I at least appreciate when people that have a platform and they have the following like that Put out something positive. So, Most definitely. Yeah, I was, cool. Yeah. Most definitely. Now you. Yeah, I'm a huge Drake fan. So that was that was awesome for me to see. Um, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. And uh, it just it just humanized him a little bit more for me. Uh, you know, it, it, the guy is already a machine out in the music industry and all the right. world of business as well. So to see to see him, you know, really really show love like that to his baby boy. Uh, and even even in that post, it, it was his baby boy, but I think he included the the mother as well. Yeah, it yeah. Shows that, that was the baby's mother, right? It shows mm-hmm. a great deal of compassion. Uh, well, I hope it was compassion. I hope it wasn't anything but that. Um, and and it just felt good. It looked good at a time like this, and uh, it made it made me see another side of him, which you never you only heard about. You never saw. From That's today. true. That's true. Um, yeah. With regard to him, you know, and his offspring, it was awesome for me. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah. I, I actually, you were the first because I don't watch the news. I don't really watch much of that stuff. You were the first person that actually showed me that. Oh I, yeah, uh, got your uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I saw it, uh, that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, shout out to Drake and and to his family and to his family. But the moment I've been waiting for, Tiger King. <laughs> so I know we all been cooped indoors, so we're pretty much watching the same stuff. Uh, Netflix delivered Tiger King just when we thought we had seen it all Tiger King spoiler alert um, if you watch the show then you know that the star of the docuseries Joe Exotic is serving 22 years after being convicted in a murder for hire plot against his rival Big Cat Rescue founder Carolyn Bassett he also found guilty of several crimes relating to animal abuse now, according to The Blast, Joe Exotic has filed an appeal in a federal court to overturn his prison sentence as he maintains his innocence. Joe has been serving his time in Grady County Jail in Oklahoma, but he's reportedly in the process of being transferred to a federal facility. He pled not guilty to the charges and uh, that was brought to light in Tiger King. He believes that he was set up by his ex-zoo partner, Jeff Lowe, and the government agencies. Joe is demanding that his sentence be reviewed by by appellate court he uh as part of his sentence he's also ordered to participate in a mental health program good once released from prison and he has been ordered to sustain from drinking or using drugs before and after the treatment program he was also ordered not to have any contact with carolyn Bissett. also in his sentence when he gets out joe will not be allowed to own any species of animal listed as endangered or prohibited by law he also has he also has to allow officials to do random checks at his home. Um, 
he believes the court ruled an error and wants the whole sentence tossed out. Uh, Joe has been busy with courts as he also filed a $94 million lawsuit against Jeff Lowe along with the U.S. Federal Wildlife Service and the United States Department of Interior. What are your thoughts, Ms. Parker? You, you saw the document. We talked about it <laughs> on Friday. What are your thoughts? Ms. Parker? Chike, did you see it, Chike? Oh, yeah. You know, I thought oh, we talked about here. it last I'm week. Here. I'm here. I had on. Let Ms. Parker go first. Okay, go ahead, Ms. Parker. <laughs> um, I'll have a lot to say, but I'm, um, I want to start by saying I'm glad that people started watching it because, you know, when you see something crazy and you want to talk about it, but no one has seen it yet. Yeah. So I saw it early on when it was released and finished it uh, early last week. So still people hadn't seen it. I remember I made a post and I didn't get that many responses because they didn't know what I was talking right, about. Right, yeah. Um, but that's almost like when I, when I watched uh, Blind Love or whatever. Everybody had already watched it and talked about it, so I didn't have anyone to talk about it. But anyways, I was happy to see people are watching it. I will say I think this, this is going to be the most entertainment we get yes. throughout the whole quarantine. Uh-huh. I'm happy about that, that we were entertained, but I'm also sad because now I'm like, I'm never going to have to find a show that's as interesting as Heart, uh, uh, Tiger King. Like, I'm like, kind of fun shows that can compete with the level of entertainment. Uh-huh. And just pushing that set, I saw. Um, but I do think everyone on that show needs to be behind bars in those same cages they kept those animals in. Uh-huh. And Paul committed some crime one way or another, including <laughs> Carol Baskin. I think she had, I think she killed her. Oh, yeah, she killed her husband. And, and, and Fatty was in that tiger or put him in that septic, septic tank, like they said. What did she say? About um, the septic tank, Miss Parker? She said that the, um, what did she say? That, Talk about. That it was already. It wouldn't fit. He, his body wouldn't fit in there. We said, how'd you know? Did she try it? <laughs> Nothing. And the two guys claiming that they were straight, but he turned. I, mean, I can't. I can't. It's just. It's just. 
It did. It did. It really did. <laughs> Chica, what are your thoughts, Chica? That man's not getting out. Uh-uh. He's not getting out anytime soon. Uh, when you uh, do cruelty to animals, that's the one thing that they won't forgive. Yeah. Especially, I mean, think about how people are cruel to African Americans. And if you're going to be cruel to an animal, you'll get off more likely being cruel to an African American than you will to an animal. Uh-huh. He's not coming out. He's not getting out. Remember that reporter said that they intentionally uh, threw in the animal animal uh, cruelty in that in the case because they knew that that would hit the heartstrings more th- to the to the jury more than uh, him trying to murder this woman. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So, and now you he saw my post and now you say he's gonna check it out because I said this is the craziest thing I, I've ever seen. I saw that post. <laughs> and yeah, because because what it is for me is. For you to say that, because I, I feel like you've you've seen it all. You know, you have a very a very good sense of humor. So <laughs> you to say something like that, it just had me laughing so hard. I said, "Oh, I gotta check this." Oh out. my god! This is wild to see. Then I need to see it. And sure enough, man, that was the wildest. Oh my god! Wild and just you know un- unimaginable. But I get it. You know this this these same types of dramas are across industries, but you just never would think. That the zoo, why <laughs> the zoo industry has this kind of drama, and, but it was funny. It was a mess to me. Um, now the lady, this is what is troubling to me. I don't know if Carol Baskins killed her husband or not. I can't discern the way you guys can. Mm-hmm. Actually, it, if she did, it almost feels like this for me. If she did, and I, and I don't put it past her, but if she did, it would kind of surprise me that they were uh, that she did because. Uh, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't put it past her, but it would surprise me because she doesn't necessarily carry the demeanor of, to me, to me, of someone that... don't that, mean anything. You know that. Come on. I, <laughs> but, know, but, no, I know but, that. I know But Nair, Nair, she clearly I mean. does carry the demeanor, though. She clearly does. She's crazy. Nair, Stephen Wonder can see that woman kill her husband. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I usually can can kind of sense right when someone is like a little off for some reason. She doesn't. She doesn't. That doesn't resonate with me from her. It doesn't come across that. She she just seems like a, a, a aloof to me. She seems like very aloof, and she probably is very peculiar and strange. But she doesn't. Now she may know some information, but I don't think she is the one who. Maybe she maybe she ordered it. I don't know, but uh, it would it would it would surprise me a little bit. It would I would not me. It would surprise you guys. Uh uh-uh. uh, I, I I really think she did it. And um, the crazy thing for me is how she has a nerve to be mad at these people for for having zoos, and she's showing uh, the type the animals at her um, home. Tell them she rescued them. What? But she's making how money. How get away with it? Right. It's so many people. Uh-huh. How would she get away with it? it? I mean, she is out there. She is not hiding. They got. They can check yeah. everything. Uh-huh. How would she? How would she get away with it so long and so deeply? If you know, I don't. I don't. I don't. The, the police are too close to her. I'm gonna tell you, you know? how. I'm gonna tell you how. I'm gonna tell you how. Because okay. that show is a plain example of the finest example of white privilege. Replace all those people with a, a person of color. They wouldn't have made it past the first episode of the foolishness they've done. <laughs> That's so true. Replace every so true. Show with, with a person of color. First of all, the people.
people who are working, they're all a drug addict, they would have been in prison. They wouldn't have had a second chance to work anywhere. Uh-huh. And no, I'm serious. Replace every single person in that show with a, with a black person or a person of color, and then we would have had a whole. We wouldn't. They wouldn't even have had a series. Okay. So why is right, everything right, on full right. display? Why is it going against no. all kinds of foolishness every single day? And they use their white power. They walk around like. I mean, they're untouchable. The fact that he's going out shooting around stuff. Right. Well, see, you know, we can't do that. We can't have guns in our home for our own safety. Our kids but can't see, have Jones, guns in the place of without getting shot. Come on now. Joe's Jones, Jones white privilege ran out. I even heard him say, I used to believe in the justice system. And I'm thinking you used to believe in it because it didn't affect you. <laughs> right, right. And now that you're like, and he actually said that. Uh-huh. I'm thinking in my head, it you only believed in it. You stopped messing with those animals. That's the only reason it ran out. Well, Joe, Joe, uh, he started dropping dimes when they got him. He said, okay, I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> he started dropping dimes. I mean, he went to his, his, to Peter to tell. <laughs> that, that one looks so shocked. No. Joe, 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 Joe said, don't say, come on out, Johnny. But you you know who the real mastermind was, though? The one that they called the living Chucky doll, whatever his name was. Who was that? The dude that looked like the Chucky doll. Which one? The guy that looked like the Chucky doll. The, the con man who they said was the master of credit cards and. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. yes. And all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one. Yeah. He's the one. They think they're going yeah. after him. Yeah. They're going after him. Yeah, well, yeah. Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff Lowe. Well, this is the last story uh, that we got to go. So, according to the Business Insider, it looks like there may be a shortage of condoms due to the viral pandemic. A company located in Malaysia is responsible for producing one of one out of every five condoms, but because of the shutdown, the company hasn't made a condom in 10 days. On a normal day, the company makes 100 million condoms in a 10-day period. Then they're sold and distributed to Durex. Um, this, he said, the owner says, um, we're get, going to see a global shortage of condoms everywhere, which is going to be scary. Um, and he says this could be for, you know, a shortage for, that could last for months. Unfortunately, delivery for condoms has also slowed down, so it's taken an extra 18 days to ship them. Do you think with this coronavirus, we're going to see um, a lot of children in about uh, nine months? <laughs> Ms. Parker? Honey, that's what I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is possible people stuck in the house and can't get a hold of condoms. And I honestly think that, you know, by the time they're stuck in the house for three months, condoms may not even matter. Right. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of kids born out because of condoms, just because of condom shortage, but I think because people are stuck in the house and bored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chica? So in in the medical community, we always uh, joke about um, blizzard babies. Yeah. Because during during blizzards, a lot of the nurses, you know, they stay home. They don't really travel because a lot of them live far, so they don't travel. And then you know, nine months later, here comes Junior. Yeah. So if you think about just blizzard babies, and I'm just working in the community of the medical field, can you imagine? You know, we're on quarantine for probably going on to probably be like two to three months. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some robo babies out here. <laughs> uh, uh, no, you're good. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. December, January, and February next year, we're going to see some, some, some booming, some baby booms. We're going to have some names that are going to have to be reflective of the time. 
because there's definitely going to be some babies born. Most definitely. Of- People are doing any and everything they can with this time. Yeah. Other than some product, other than something productive, you know. All right. I guess that's productive. That's productive too, though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have this meme. I didn't post it, but it's, it has a, a police officer taking away this woman in handcuffs, and it says, "You must stay in the home, ma'am. The D is not considered essential." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Miss <laughs> Parker, thanks so much for hot topics. Uh, now you thank you as well and check out some movie reviews. Everyone stay safe, wash your hands, and stay home. Stay home. Indeed. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Right back after this. Baby, if you only knew things that I wanted to do to you when we first met, thinking like the boys do, then you got me. So you better tell them that you are taken There is no mistaking Don't you know that you're mine Let them know that you're mine And I know that these dudes gon' try and holler But you're so damn fine But you're mine Try it.
Hey, what's up? This is Michael K. Williams, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. Our guest tonight is a television showrunner, director, and writer, and recently released the film Mom, Mothers of Monsters. She's the writer and director of that. Please help me welcome the very talented Tashia Lyman. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. We were talking a little bit before the interview, uh... Staying safe. What are your feelings with everything going on with this whole coronavirus and everything that's happening? Oh my gosh, it's a little nuts. And you know, I'm trying to stay positive yeah. um, and informed, but you know, there's also that side of me that you know says fear is an industry too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So we have to be careful that we're getting the right kind of information and we're being responsible. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And one thing I try not to do is watch the news all day long because I can do that. <laughs> and so I've been trying to take it in doses. It's hard. It is. Because yeah, everything's always changing. It's hard not to. Uh-huh. I know. I know. Absolutely. I think today said Trump said we were towards the end of it. And then we had the most amount of deaths today. That right. <laughs> right. This I don't understand. I, don't, I think he's thinking about the economy and not really people's health <laughs> and lives. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> Well, let's talk about you. Tell us how you got started in this great industry. You know what? I, I start, I, to tell you the truth, I went to school, to college for uh, theater and film. Okay. And then, uh, and then I actually was, was directing, writing and directing plays for many years. Oh, so, okay. Uh, that's how I started by writing and, and directing chops. And then I ended up, you know, you can't make, you can't make a, a living in, in theater. Really, right, unless yeah. Unless you're huge. Unfortunately, and yeah. And so then I ended up. Right. So I ended up taking some television jobs on the side to pay pay my bills. Mm-hmm. And that turned into a very long career where I ended up, uh, you know, producing and then writing and directing television for many years. And yeah. the truth is, uh, you know, I do a lot of documentary TV and a lot of uh, like docudrama. And, and I always wanted to do fiction, but you can't really do fiction in, in documentary television. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I... So, uh, you know, and I always wanted to make films, um, mm. and so I decided, I had a, I, I wrote a film in 2000, a uh, screenplay in 2016 called Half-Breed, Okay. And I submitted it to some co- contest, and it, it placed as one of the winners for the um, Page International Screenwriting Awards. Yes. And I thought, oh boy, you know, maybe I can actually do this. How, you know, my first script placed, you know, wins these big awards. Yeah, exactly, I saw that, course, Yeah. <laughs> Of course, you know, we did the budget for it. It was way too expensive for me to make on my own. So mm. then I, I decided, you know what, the next, in between my next two shows, my next show, like when this one wraps, I'm going to write another screenplay. I'm going to make it much more affordable. Now, uh, that's why I went with found footage, but I have to tell you that uh, it, it's kind of a misconception that found footage, at least good found footage films, yeah. it's a misconception that you can make them on the, the, the cheap and dirty. Oh, really? This film... Yeah, you know, I, I started off thinking that, and then the truth is, I probably was a little too um, ambitious in terms of what my budget limitations were with, you know, in some of those scenes, there's four, five, six cameras. Wow. And of course, you know, that costs, that, that costs a lot of time in post when you're trying to figure out which angle to use to tell the best story, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, now we have Mom. I mean, I have not seen it. Chike swore by this movie. I watched the trailer. There are several trailers out there, and it's like, wow. <laughs> Where did you come up with this concept? 
You know, I, I I've always gravitated towards horror and thriller films, mm-hmm. and, and not necessarily, you know, the slasher films where you know a doll comes to life and, right, and, right, and right. attacks you and slices you up with a butcher knife. But I, those are there's actually some merit in films too. But I, I, I have always kind of been drawn to the ones um, that deal with real life issues. You know, like there's horrors every day around us in this country. And yeah. I, I I thought it was kind of a unique a unique way to take a look at, at what, what something that's socially relevant yes. um, and at the same time kind of rope in that that adrenaline junkie movie fan audience mm-hmm. of today, which you know they're liking people are, tra- horrors are trending you know there's yeah. a reason why par- paranormal like I mean uh, there's a reason why uh, Parasite yes. and uh, yes. Get Out are winning mm-hmm. Academy Awards yeah, right? absolutely absolutely so in this movie. Abby, who's the mom, she suspects that her teenage son is plotting a school shooting. Her son's Jacob. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so she starts, she puts cameras around the home to record him and to, you know, see his behaviors or or whatnot. But then he finds out. And so he, but he, and so he tells her about a family secret, something that she's dealing with. Am I kind of right in that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a psychological thriller, so, right? Mm-hmm. You know, which you know those thrillers are a subgenre of, of of horror, so there's yeah. nothing paranormal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it. It's a it's a real life issue where a mom thinks his son, her son, may be plotting a school shooting. Yeah, and then he kind of slips through the cracks of the of the system. He outsmarts his therapist, and so she takes matters into her own hands, and um, she ends up recording him at home to, just to figure out. Am I crazy or right. am I crazy? Is he uh-huh. a, a hormonal teen? Like a lot of parents are asking these days. My kid is a little, you know, he's a, a video game addict. He's staying in his room. He's got strange right. friends. He's yep. saying strange things or not saying anything at all. Mm-hmm. Is Does my son have a problem? And it kind of it, it examines that dynamic between a mother and a son. You know, she's a single mom. So yeah, yeah. she doesn't have a lot of people to, 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 to you know, consult with. Um, so she takes it, she, she takes care of it herself she starts to record him and of course you know it's a psychological thriller so there's a bit of a roller coaster ride with okay well so he seems crazy and dangerous but also mom is seeming a little bit yeah. obsessive here <laughs> uh-huh. and then you know we start to work in other elements her you know skype calls with her mother mm-hmm. we start to see kind of a generational exactly. a generational breakdown of, of, of communication and then her psychiatrist who's in the the dinosaur, who's played by the amazing Ed Asner. Oh um, yes, yes. You know, ha, you know, he, he he has the the old mentality of psychiatry, which is, oh, let's examine your dreams. You know, it's not necessarily a hundred percent listening to your to your client. So there's a lot of problems in society that it kind of examines, and problems in in the mental health, um, you know, the, the mental health crisis that yes. we're facing right mm-hmm. now. Most definitely, most definitely. And now that it's out, what what's the, what's your what are, what's your feedback? What are you hearing? You know what? I was it's such a confrontational film, and I knew that from the get go. Right, I mean, we exactly. Took it to a bunch of different we took it to all these different studios because we needed money to make it, right? Mm-hmm. And the studios wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole. They literally wow. said to me, "This is way too controversial. There's a reason why movies aren't made about this." And you know, some movies actually were made. Some dramas were made. Um, Talk about Kevin. Time to talk about Kevin. That that film was made. Yeah. There's some found footage films that were made. Uh, the Dirties. There were some films that, mm-hmm. that touch on the subject, but but I, I wanted to kind of humanize 
something that is a national crisis right now. And exactly. That's youth violence in this country yeah. and, and and school shootings, right? I mean, school sh- the, you know, listen, school shootings are the tip of the iceberg when you start to look at the shootings that are happening in our Absolutely. neighborhoods, in our communities, in our in our homes. But you know, the, the, uh, parent parents' worst fear right now is sending their kid off to the fourth yeah, grade, exactly. and you know, in that phone call that that someone opened fire at the elementary school. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I wanted to look at a bunch of different elements that contributed to a, what I consider a real a real life horror, a horror definitely. that is truly unfolding around us every day. Yeah, you know what I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I can't wait. To, I cannot wait to watch this. I'm watching it tonight. <laughs> but let's let's talk about um, the coronavirus again. Um, how was how was that from your vantage point impacted Hollywood? Because I know everything's shutting down. You know, some shows are still like some of the TV, uh, daytime talk shows are there, but they're not having you know audience, studio audience, and a lot of now a lot of the hosts now are are hosting from their homes and whatnot. How how have you seen it impact Hollywood? This pandemic. Well, I have to say that, you know, I, I, I'm working, uh, I'm doing a, a documentary series for A&E right now. Okay. And, you know, we, we have a, we, you know, we have a full office and we're working full time. And, yeah. and we were all a little bit nervous, but, you know, when Tom Hanks and Rita yes, Wilson, yes. Uh, reported that, that they tested positive, mm-hmm. and then that same day, the, what was it, the NBA was closed down, yep. there was that whole, you know, the whole incident on the court right yes. before they hit the ball, and, and that all happened in the same afternoon, early evening, and yeah. that the, the the vibe of how serious this was changed, changed. very quickly in it a matter sure of, of an hour at our office. And of course, you know everyone's working from home. We, we actually decided that night to yeah. have everyone work from home, including me. Yeah, um, so we've all been working home and, and I, working from home, and I have to tell you that. Um, you know, if you're going to buy stock, you should probably buy it in Zoom. Right. Because boy, are we yes. having a lot of yes. a lot of Zoom meetings. <laughs> but um, it, it, you know, everyone is is really scared right now, and mm-hmm. um, and and everyone's working from home, and that's a good thing. Of course, the big unknown is how long right. is this going to last for, and that and that's scary. The, when things are unknown, it's scary, and when you're getting misinformation from your own uh, government. Yeah. That's even scarier, and I think it's kind of a perfect storm of bad information, misinformation, and no results, and it's creating a lot of fear and, and hysteria right now. Most definitely, most um, definitely, yeah. So we're not, we're not like we didn't shut down entirely. We're working, we're working from home. Um, we had to put some people on hiatus. Um, yeah, I may put myself on hiatus next week so that our casting department can continue working. Oh wow. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is it is scary, and it's impacting it quite a bit. I mean, a, a lot of these networks have have closed down their shows, certainly yeah. their live shows. Like Absolutely. AD closed down, uh, they shut down live PD mm-hmm. um, because it's not safe for people to be out there filming, um, casting, or anything. Yeah, you know? so, it's, it's, so it's had a big impact. I mean, listen, we had a, a, a we were scheduled for Friday the thirteenth of mm. March to have our big red carpet premiere exactly and yeah. out that that same day i was getting calls from our 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 leads you know who had every reason to be concerned mm-hmm. who were saying listen ed asner's in his 80s like yeah, yeah we're not sure if he should show up at that theater and then you know we had a uh, you know melinda page abelson who mm-hmm. plays abby in our film yeah you know she's she's working on a million other projects and and she doesn't 
you know, she doesn't want to expose herself or her family yeah. to something. So she was like, listen, if I need to be there, I will. But are you sure we should be doing this? And of course, this was Friday the 13th. This was right when, this is before Los Angeles closed Exactly, down. exactly. But it was right, yeah. it was right when everyone was starting. So we had to, we had to cancel our red carpet premiere, which was a wow. real, wow. uh, real, you know. The reveal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because that's how you get, you know, listen, the, the, the horror, the horror and thriller, um, outlet that circuit has picked up our story like wildfire i mean mm-hmm. we have we have so many reviews i can't even read them anymore because there's so many and i'm trying to figure out oh how do i use this on social media right but yeah the the, the 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 critic reception there has been overwhelmingly positive and i really wasn't expecting that because of how controversial this film was exactly um but of course, you kind of have to tap into mainstream for a film to have success and although yeah. it seems like we are actually starting to tap in you know, if you if you were sitting at home and you look up for on Amazon, you know, new movies, new horror films, mm-hmm. our title doesn't pop up yet because we're an indie film. You know what I mean? So we're oh. trying to figure out, okay, well, how do we how do we navigate these you know stormy waters of we didn't have a, a red carpet, we did have a theatrical uh, release, but of okay. course we we ended up canceling that when 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 Garcetti uh, closed down all the theaters. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, how do you access? all the covid couch television movie exactly <laughs> and this would be the this would be the best time you know everyone's at home and social distancing uh, yeah uh that yeah yeah we have to figure out how to tap into it so I, you had asked you know how, how has the reception been mm-hmm. it's been overwhelmingly positive to the, to awesome. the point where i'm reading these reviews you know i i think the horror industry their critical mind is so underestimated like when i read these reviews these these journalists and critics they're digging deep like they're going into mm. major symbolism and yeah. they're really and, I, and I'm and I've always respected the horror genre I've always been a fan you know right but right. seeing how they review films they're not they're not just and I look at their records of like okay well are they are they always positive about their horror films <laughs> right. their genre uh-huh. but they're but they're not they're actually super critical the fact wow. that they're responding so positive is is really reassuring and now I think it's just a, a matter of okay well how do we let the, the rest of America know that this film is available because exactly. it's kind of a mind bending film that people might actually enjoy right now yeah yeah I, I can't wait like I said I keep saying I can't wait I'm gonna watch it tonight I like watching horror movies uh, films when it's dark and everything's turned off. <laughs> so I can just focus. I love that. So I can't I wait. Know. I can't wait. And you know, films that films that deal with pandemics, like mm-hmm. like um, Contagion and films like that. Yeah. Of course, you know their sales are skyrocketing right now because everyone is interested in it. Exactly. And, uh, our distributor, our distributor uh, Indie Rights called me the other day and they said, "Wow, your film is really taking off on Tubi. You must have run a lot of promotions." And wow. I said, oh, no, uh, as far as I know, our PR company hasn't run any promotions because I just found out it was available on Tubi myself. You know? <laughs> right. She says, well, how, how are you getting so many sales on Tubi? And I said, I don't know. And then she called me back half an hour later, and she said, I just figured it out. It's your poster. Yeah. Because oh, our poster, yeah. Yeah. the key art is a gas mask. Uh-huh. Of course, uh-huh. you know, Abby, the mother, her eye is in one of the and, eye holes. Yep. The son, his eye is in the other eye hole. And it looks menacing and scary and, and relevant, and yep. people are are clicking on it on Tubi. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be on there tonight. And that, <laughs> on, where do you watch films? Do you watch them on Tubi or Amazon or Netflix? I, I watch Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, 
those are primarily where I watch most of. Them. Yeah, that seems that seems to be the case for most people. Yeah. Um, but ha- have you seen many found footage films? Because it's kind of, I mean, it's obviously a, a subgenre, but it's a very different experience. I have, I, have, I think I, I've seen some in the past, but it's been a while. It's been a while. Do you have recommendations? So like the first big, well, found footage films are really tricky. The, the first big found footage successes were the Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, which, yeah. You know, was was those documentary filmmakers trying to, you know, find a witch in the woods. They're really mm-hmm. exploring this legend, but they all disappear. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the paranormal paranormal activity yes. series did, did yes. really well. Yes. Um, now, when I when I was watching those. Back in the day when they first came out, mm-hmm. um, I was I was really distracted by how shaky the cameras were. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. That's true. It, it was it was. I, I liked the concept, but I thought that the I thought that it, it could have been executed a little bit differently. And listen, those films were huge successes. So right, no, right, no right. slight on them. But for this film, you know, I, I kind of think the the key to making good found footage film is the hook of, of that gives your characters a believable reason to be filming in the first place. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. You, yeah, and if you look at like real world problems right now, there's a lot of people who think think their teenage boys are psychopaths. Yeah. There's a good chance they actually are. Right. Right. Unfortunately. So, <laughs> so unfortunately, yeah. So, so the idea of having a mother explore that on her own and not walk around holding a camera because that's a dead giveaway. Right, you know, yeah. You're not exactly going to film clandestine footage of your kid and you're <laughs> a camera space. Right. So, you know, she, she sets up spy cameras, a really elaborate system. You know, mm-hmm. she's filming from his you know, smoke detector in the ceiling and a picture frame on the on the mantle. Um, but they're they're grounded. They're they're anchored. Those cameras don't move. So right. You don't get that shaky feel. Yeah. That for me was a tur- is is a turnoff for a lot of found footage films. It's that shaky feel of like okay, we're trying to be really real here, uh-huh. shaking it around. Well, yeah. Why well, not take a real concept and anchor it in the freaking corner? You know. That, that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Well, mm-hmm. I definitely. Well, tell everyone where we can see Mom. What where are all the places it's streaming? Well, right now it's streaming on Amazon, and you can get it on Amazon Prime, and okay. then of course you can get it for free on um, on Tubi, which is how a lot of uh, apparently a lot of younger folks are are watching films right now. Um, so, okay. so yeah, and 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 you know we have a website because a lot of people are asking us right now, which I was not expecting uh, for our soundtrack. A lot of people were, oh, were, yeah. were yeah. really. So, turned off the music in the film, which is, um, you know, most of the music in the film is, is written by an incredible alternative hip-hop artist named Salvatore Siciliano. Okay. Um, so so they're asking us for the soundtrack. So right now we've been telling people, listen, join join our newsletter uh, mm-hmm. on mothersmonsters.com, mothers, plural, mothersmonsters.com, because, you know, we'll send out some updates, and they're putting a, a soundtrack together now. And, That's and I'm awesome. really, you know, I'm I'm impressed that people are so turned on by the music because a lot of it was written for this film. You know, oh, found yeah. footage. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's so interesting because what a lot of people quite realize about found footage is that there's a lot of friggin' rules you do not want to break. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to respect. You have to respect the art form, and and part of that is you you don't score it. You don't score a found footage film because of course the essence of the found footage film is that all of these clips are being seen by some mysterious person exactly. on some mysterious 
computer and you can't have it scored or, or it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we so you have to source all the music. So all of the music that we use, you know, it's, it's Jacob listening to in his bedroom or on his headphones or it's coming mm-hmm. out of the television or mom, mom's, you know, stereo. Um, and we had to find it ahead of time. And, and we would pl- we actually would play it. And it was actually a funny experience. We would play it on set before our cameras rolled. And just to give the, the actors an idea of what this music sounded okay. like, if you're talking yeah. over if you're talking over music, you know, your voice is going to be very different when I'm saying, hey, Mr. Knight, as opposed to, hey, Mr. Knight. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we, for the first couple takes, uh, we would use the real music and themes so the actors understood what they were talking over or what they were listening to. Yeah. That drives the motion. I mean, in film, music drives the pacing, the exactly. emotional pacing of, exactly. of, of an entire film. With a found footage film, you have to rely on some other skills. So, um, all the music is is pre-sourced, played mm-hmm. and seen for the first couple takes, and then of course, you know, for audio purposes, we have to turn the music off. But now at least they know they have it in their heads the the, the volume of that music, exactly. the lyrics of that music, mm-hmm. and how that makes them feel. Does it irritate mom? Does it excite son? Right. You know yeah. What I mean? Yep. Makes a lot of sense. People want a lot from me. Are you? A, what's that? I said people want a lot from you. What were you saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you if, if you if you are a horror thriller fan. Like, is it something that you oh yeah like to tune into or only yeah yeah okay yeah I do yeah yeah I like watching with everything off in the dark. Yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> it, it's so it's so interesting because I think that right now our our brains are kind of being rewired by yeah. by technology. Yeah, and you know every every time we get a like on Snapchat or, or Instagram or Twitter, mm-hmm. we, we get a little sh- shot of adrenaline. It's like, yeah. oh, it's a pleasure endorphin. Exactly. Well, I think that's why horror films are trending so much right now. It's like, because horror is about fear, which is about adrenaline, which mm-hmm. keeps people coming back for more at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel alive and, and you want, and you want to come back for more. You feel alive. Oh my God. Very um, true. And, and so I think that right now the reason why that horror thriller genre is speaking so much to our culture is because they're getting that endorphin rush. They're getting that adrenaline hit mm. that they're that they're now being uh, they're accustomed to getting on their different social media platforms or devices. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes a lot of and sense. So it's, it's 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 almost like you know an addiction of ours, you know, you know, nationwide and yeah. probably worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are responding to it. And, and, and I thought, you know, people, if that's what's trending, then why not give them something real to actually think about? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like there's a, there's a lot of real horror happening. It's, uh, why it's not, true. why it's not true. give, give them that little rush, that little boost. And at the same time, you know, make them think, or, or at the end of the film, leave them thinking or asking questions. You know, yeah. keeping it kind of seared into our our collective consciousness. You know. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Well, I know what I'll be watching tonight, but I want to congratulate you again on the film, Mom, Mothers, Mothers of Monsters. And what's the website again where they can uh, sign up on the newsletter? Uh, MothersofMonsters.com. Thank you so much to see Alignman. For more information, go to our website, thestevenightshow.com, and uh, we thank you again for taking time out your busy schedule. 
Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. You have to watch it, man. Oh, I definitely will. Trust me. I definitely will. <laughs> I definitely will. Hey, you, you have to pay attention to a lot of the audio cues because there's a lot of hidden stuff in there. There's a reason why they're calling it a cult classic. And that's okay. There's a lot of hidden messages and storylines that I think is going to activate your brain on many, many levels. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. That's what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> but, All right. Well, thanks for having me on your show, man. I thank you. You take care. All right, you too. All right. We'll be right back after this.
Tail off the snake. Clip it, clip it, what does it take for a new to be great? Huh? A couple M's and the house on the lake. If that's the case, I've been great. You just late, huh? She say I got good taste. Cause I fed with a little waist. So she wanna take me on a little chase. Capture that poop, beat it up, then escape, huh? Yeah, I'm on go, on go. They on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh? So millions, old millions. You bitter, yo feelings, old feelings. Middle finger, boy. Gossiping like hope, I should call them gold diggers, huh? Cut the check, cut the check. I don't want nothing from you, but the check, huh? Respect. Respect, cause any given time, turn for the check, huh? Yeah, I'm on go, on go, but my they on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go, hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh? Rolly, rolly, call some stacks, stacks, holy moly, I am back, back, that's a Tesla, not an act, act, 80s baby, I was born queen. Dope. Whip it up, make a dub pack. Bought a lag, fixed it up on dubs now. Ho, checking for me, checking, checking for me. Got the clout now, tell him wait a second for me. Yeah, I'm on go, on go. My they on go, on go. Yeah, La Mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know. Took a loss, cause of. Took a loss, loss. In a business, soon turn a witness. 40 cow, now you running. Boy, fitness, huh? Drop they honey and on some Louis. Yeah, drop 900 on some Gucci. Whoa, drop two G's on some Gucci. Strawberry poop, I call a mama smoothie. Yeah, I'm on go, on go. They on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh? He got my name in his mouth, take it out. She got my thing in her mouth, can't take it out, no. You out here trolling for the clout, shut your mouth. You being goalie for the clout, hit his spouse, no. Swagalicious, they say chingy All white coupe, that's a Mercedes brick. Flip a stack without hitting a lick. E40 with the balls, cause with this I'm sick. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm on go, on go. They on go, on go. Yeah, La Mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh?
Welcome back to the Stephen A. Show. Adam, how's it going? How's the uh, self-quarantine, social distance, how's that going for you? Uh, it's going well, you know. It's uh, making the most of it, actually. It was kind of, the weather was kind of crappy this weekend, so oh. it was pretty encouraging to, to uh, stay inside. Today was sunny and uh, a little nicer. But yeah, you know, making it work. Yeah. How about you? Can't complain, you know. I'm bored to death, but I'm making it work. <laughs> <laughs> Making it work. <laughs> Just staring yeah, at the window. Yeah, I checked out your uh, little. I checked out the video you sent to for the kickboxing, and that's been pretty helpful too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see my other yeah, ones too. Yeah, stay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah, it's, it's obviously good to stay active. And mm-hmm. so, uh, don't want to become a blob. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'll let you and uh, Chicka take it away with movie reviews. Sure thing. So I uh, take it up with two movies and a TV show. And the first one is Troop Zero. And this is an Amazon show that came out earlier this year, back in January by um, Amazon Studios. And it's about a group of kind of misfit girls in 1970s Georgia that want to create a a Girl Scout troop for a certain uh, mission that the main girl has. And I don't want to give away too much, but it does star uh, Viola Davis and uh, Allison Janney and a few others in it. And overall, it was okay. It's it's definitely a light watch. Uh, you know, usually I, I talk about movies that go a little too long or, you know, kind of drag a bit. This one, you get all the characters, but they don't really give you enough depth on each one to learn a little enough to actually care enough. But Again, this is kind of a lighthearted movie, watching the, the Girl Scouts do their thing and perform their final little uh, performance at the end of the movie. So uh, a fun one to watch. Viola Davis does a good job. Allison Janney, she plays kind of the villainous character, does a great job. So if you're looking for a light watch where you don't have to think too hard or worry too much, uh, definitely check it out, and it's on Amazon streaming, so it's uh, no additional cost if you have Prime. Uh, the next movie I saw was one that was also actually released um, earlier this year in the U.S., and it's a Shaun the Sheep movie called Farmageddon. And for anyone who doesn't know Shaun the Sheep, he was a character actually based off of Wallace and Gromit, and it's a claymation-style movies that have been around since uh, the late nine, uh, the late eighties, actually. And this one follows uh, Shaun the Sheep, and he gets visited by an alien and the adventures they go along the way. Uh, definitely a kid's movie, but it hits all the high marks. If you have little ones and you need to give them something new to watch, definitely have them check out Farmageddon. It is on Netflix. And again, it's fun. It's cute. Uh, it's a kid's movie, but uh, a lot of good little activities and fun things to watch during that. Um, and to take it in a totally different direction, I finally caught up on True Detective Season 3. And this is, for anyone unaware, the True Detective series are all standalone. So each season is its own story, so you don't need to know any of the other ones to watch this one. But this one stars Marshala Ali playing uh, the main character as it follows three different time periods of a couple of detectives trying to solve a case in Arkansas in 1980. This one... 
is definitely better than season two. So season two, I watched a few episodes. I never was able to finish it. And I won't say season two is bad because I haven't finished it, but it didn't keep my interest. The season's better than that. Not as good as season one. Uh, but again, it, it follows that true detective theme and the series creator is kind of back at the helm of this season. And you get that kind of wondering who did it and why and how these time lay, uh, timelines mismatch and mix and everything like that. So if you're looking for an HBO series and you haven't seen True Detective yet, um, check this one out. Again, not as good as season one. There's a little bit of parts where it drags uh, on some of the storylines and the characters, but great performances all around by uh, not just Marshall Ali, but uh, Stephen Dorff as well. So uh, recommend that for all of your streaming needs. Uh, fun fact about True Detective. True Detective was one of those shows that is produced by Hollywood big heads. Um, Matthew McConaughey and um, uh, what's his name? Woody Harrelson uh, both uh, produced that show. They brought that to television. That's why they started in the first season to get the ball rolling. But if you notice now in a lot of the streaming situations, you have a lot of uh, A-lister Hollywood people producing some of these uh, shows that um, we love so much in the streaming world. I guess it's a way for them to have their hands in multiple pots. Yeah, yeah. So, that's, uh, that's, I didn't even know that, so that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I checked out the movie The Banker, which uh, stars Samuel Jackson, Anthony Mackie, Nia Long, and Nicholas Holt. Um, Nicholas Holt, actually, you know him. He's Beast in the whole X-Men series. Um and that, that streams on Apple TV. Um, this uh, movie actually starts in the 1950s, and it's a true story based off of uh, two African-American men who are entrepreneurs who break into the banking industry. They basically become um, real estate tycoons and eventually work their way into the banking industry, owning um, a few banks. Uh, within America, and the plot is that no one knew that the owners of the banks were African American men. They did it with um, an African—I mean, excuse me—they did it with a Caucasian man as their front man, as they did, as they did all the work behind the scenes. This movie was very educational. It was very interesting because I never knew this story, um, and I, I must say that this film is also partly put out by Samuel Jackson's production team. So we probably wouldn't have seen any film like this unless someone probably of African-American descent decided to put that out because it is a story um, that never reached any of my history books. I never knew about this. I mean, my parents never told me about this. It wasn't a story that actually was even, um, I guess, in my world handed down through African-American folktale, so I never knew about this. So it was very educational for me. It was very interesting. And you also learned a bit about real estate in the uh, banking industry. So definitely check that out. Uh, and I'm glad that uh, they were able to get this on Apple TV. It was really, really good. And the biggest thing probably in my world and a lot of people that I know's world this weekend was the release of Ozark Season 3, which stars Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, uh, McKinley Belcher, Jessica Francis Dukes, and our friend to the show. He's actually been on the show. 
uh, Kevin L. Johnson. Listen, I'm at this point with Jason Bateman, anything that he touches, I'm automatically gravitating toward. Because ever since Arrested Development, which was a series on television um, back in probably the late 90s, early 2000s, I've been on his heels. And so everything since then, I've been attracted to with this man. Ozark does not disappoint. It gets better and better with each season. It's one of the better shows on the Netflix brand. If you haven't got into Ozark, I'm urging you, if you love crime, drama, mystery, murder, mayhem, all of that stuff, drug dealing, check out Ozark. It is one of the premier shows on Netflix. And again, season three does not disappoint. It started with a bang and it ended with a bang. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Check it out. Nice. And that's all I have. I didn't really watch anything else because I was so consumed with Ozark. I just I couldn't let it go. Well, I know we talked about it in Hot Topics, but uh, Adam, have you seen Tiger King? Uh, yeah, yes, Stephen. I remember uh, being the one that told you to watch it. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I am familiar with it. Oh, so well. go on, Stephen. Let's let's pre- let's pretend I. I I discovered it through you. No. How did you like it? What happened was, I kept saying memes. I'm like, who was this guy? Who was this guy? So I said, I'm going to watch it. I'm watching. I binge watched it in one day. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I couldn't believe it. It was like, the one thing that stands out to me, we talked oh, about yeah, it. It's awesome. When, when that girl, the tiger bit the girl's arm off and she came back to work, I'm thinking, what? I, I just, uh, you can't make that stuff up. It was just that was like episode one or episode two, right? That, mm-hmm. was, that was early on, yeah, yep, yep. But yeah, he he's a nut. He's a nut. Um, he's appealing to come yeah, out of it's jail. Crazy, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, if you need more, there's there's a podcast actually that came out because you know if you remember at the beginning of this documentary, it was uh, five years in the making. So they started. Oh in yeah, 2014. So there's a lot that came out between that, between when they started and when it aired for us. And apparently, the podcast does a really good job of actually digging deeper into the Joe Exotic story uh, and things like that. So if you're looking for more to consume uh, and you like podcasts, check that out. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, craziness, the, craziness. The best, the best way, the best way to describe that show is it's a beautiful train wreck and it's yes. something that you just cannot walk away from because once you step into that world you're not letting it go and, and yeah. I'm starting to see like the people on social media starting to post more and more about it slowly and basically their response is all the same it's like what in the mess am I watching yes. what is this insanity yes I start watching it um, I start watching it and I start getting sleepy on the third episode I pressed pause took a nap and woke back up and start watching again that's what I have to I can't miss this I cannot miss this it's, it's just it was crazy. So many different layers. So many different layers. Yeah. I will say, it's funny you say third episode, because that was kind of one of the slower episodes. And uh, that was more of the Carol episode. But I felt like it dragged a little bit there, and then it picked back up afterwards. That Carol's a nut, too. She ain't slick. She knows she killed that husband. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, who knows? Like, I mean, there's a whole... There's like four more documentaries you can make after that. Yeah, exactly. On all the characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, I, I wanted to do a quick mention of two two uh, shows on my radar, and one is and Chica, you might be interested in this. This sounds like a one called the Platform. Have you heard about this? Yes, I've actually. Uh, it's on mine too. It's on my list too. 
Yeah, and so for anyone unaware, it's a it looks like it's a foreign film. It might be Spanish, or they're at least they're speaking Spanish in the movie. Uh, and it's a prison that is has multiple floors, and each there's two prisoners on each floor, and it's a small room. And each floor, food gets lowered down, so the people on the top floors get the better best of the food. And as you go lower, there's less and less food for everyone, and it's kind of like one of those psychological thriller ones where what happens or what does this one guy decide to do when this whole system is kind of in place it seems weird uh it reminds me of it kind of reminds me of that movie cube from the 90s i don't know if you remember that chike where the prisoners Mm -hmm. wake up and they're in a series of cubes so it Mm -hmm. has that vibe for me uh but definitely on my list and then self-made the uh life of madam cj walker uh, it's been getting great reviews. I watched it today. Well. I watched it today. Okay, and did you the whole series? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, well, it's good. To, it's good that you fit it in your work schedule to uh, watch the whole series. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no judgment. Um, but you liked it? I did. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I did. Okay. Yeah, because that's that's also on my list. Yeah, I, I think that you. you, you I think you'll enjoy it, um, but once you watch it, because Steve and I both watched it, we'll talk about it more after you watch it. Okay, perfect, perfect. And there's only four episodes, so that's kind of good. Yeah, yeah, easy watch. Yeah. Okay, is that it? Uh, that's it for me. That's it for me. There's a there's a couple of movies that I want to check out. Uh, I saw um, a movie. Um, I'm a Ben Affleck fan. I like some of the the movies that he does. And uh, there's a movie that he's in called The Way Back. I want to check that out, see how good that is compared to some of his other stuff. Okay. All right, guys. Well, as always, thank you for letting us know what to, I won't say spend money because we're not really spending money right now, but what's a waste of time one, what not to. <laughs> but uh, have a great week. We'll talk next Monday. Absolutely. Okay. Right All back. Right, thanks. right back after this.
Steven Nice Show, Aaron Cosby. How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. What about you? I'm doing good. Are you staying self quarantined? Social distancing? Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So how is it like there in North Carolina with all this going on? It's fine. Um it's the same. Like, um there's not as many people in the stores. Yeah. Which is not bad. You can get in, get out. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, people are still exercising outside. Mm-hmm. They're riding, ride, riding their bikes. They're jogging. Like people still are still moving and living life and stuff. So yeah, I yeah. Think that, um, students especially. Um, we're 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 just a little frustrated. Right. Because we're yeah. so used to going on campus to our classes and you know, we we have a routine and now that routine has been um disrupted. Been I guess it's been changed. Yeah. It's, it's it's not yeah, yeah. So it's um Are you all doing your classes online? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'll just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I just leave it at that. Why well, don't not so much sports is... though? Yeah. Um, go ahead. Um, what's even going on in sports, man? There's nothing really going on. Everything's um, shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can talk about this though. Okay. The Summer Olympics. Mm. So, we all know that it has been post postponed. Right. Twenty twenty one. Uh huh. Well, the new date has been announced, and it'll be July 23rd to August 8th, Okay. Okay. Tokyo Olympics 2021, July 23rd, August 8th. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um... Oh, I just saw this, man. Oh, man, I didn't... Just saw this second go. Um, Doris Burke. Do you know who um, Doris Doris Burke is? Mm-mm. Who is it? Okay, she is a she's an analyst for um, ESPN. Okay. That basketball game. She's she's awesome. Like she is really good at 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 her job. But anyway, okay. um, <clears throat> she tested positive for. Um, oh wow! Man. Man, hope well, that she gets well soon because she's like I said she is a fantastic 
announcer. That's the, that's all. Like she does. Uh, yeah, she's she's she can actually teach it. Like she can teach students how to actually um, do sports. Oh sports. yeah, I know. I know her face. I don't know her name, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Like she is very, very. I mean, she's just on it. Like she's yeah. very thorough. Mm-hmm. And she's good. Like she has the right questions. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So, wishing her speedy recovery. Most definitely. And, um, I don't know if 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 you saw the um, the um, images that that was going on going on um, social media this past weekend with regards to um, three twenty eight. You know, March twenty eighth. Whatever. Do 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 those numbers ring a bell to you 328 nope what is it a team had a 28 to 3 lead oh Falcons <laughs> yeah uh-huh. so people posted the um, they took a screenshot of the score which and it's, it's oh, I'm looking at it. 2 minutes and 12 seconds left in the third quarter <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes left in the third quarter, and the Falcons had a twenty-eight to three. Yeah, they lost, they uh. lost it. They lost it, and I'm, bro. I remember when that happened, like a couple years ago. I was like, I talked about that for what? Oh yeah, and, yeah. And now it's come back, and I thought that I had let it go, and I I moved on, which I have. I <laughs> they they lost. They sucked at the time. I mean, no, they didn't suck. No, 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 no. I don't want the Falcons had it. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> right. Moving on. Living 2020. That's, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, bro, that's all I got. Out of sports. Yeah. Just okay. nothing, man. It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's dead. It's dead. But, well, thank you for joining us. And stay safe. Wash your hands. And continue to uh, social distance yourself. Absolutely. All right. I'll do. Right back after this. Showed you when he stamped it. I was a blind, I didn't know. I gave you my heart, you got it, my soul. I'll just be fine with being a hoe, yeah. Every time I turn around, you say I be doing too much. But when I stop doing too much, this is Janera, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Well, that's our show. Special shout out to Talusha Hyman for joining us tonight. Go check out Mom. It's on Amazon Prime. You will love it. 
And uh, hope you have a great week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And see you next Monday. Good night. Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com.